BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined once again by Kyle Ricky as we embark on the 2021 race season. Kyle, I can't believe that it's my third season here on NASCAR Coast Coast. I know you've been doing this pretty much since I was, uh, you know, 12, because I'm pretty sure you interviewed me when I was 12. But can you believe that we are getting ready to do another race season here? Uh, Year 10 of NASCAR Coast to Coast, (laughs) which is hard to believe, one. Two, I can't believe they've paired us again together for a third season. And three, I can't believe the season is already upon us. I remember, you know, we just got out of the holidays and thinking, all right, we have to get through January. And, you know, usually up here, a a cold, snowy month here in Connecticut. And it wasn't that bad until this week. So, and and here we are in February, getting ready to leave for Daytona for the 500 and then the rest of Daytona Speed Week and everything that happens at New Smyrna. I can't wait to get going and uh, right around the corner. Yeah, you managed to escape most of that snow, though, because when I was calling you earlier this week, to discuss how we were going to do notes and that kind of stuff and prep for the show. You were actually doing it in between uh, trips around the Lazy River. You'd mentioned you had a light-up drink. So uh, clearly a very tough off-season for Kyle Ricky as he prepped for the show this week. Yeah, there's an indoor water park uh, about an hour <laughs> plus from the house. And it's like, all right, what better way to spend the time in a what was supposed to be a, a blizzard? It wasn't that bad, um, believe it or not. The meteorologist kind of over estimated the numbers just a bit but uh, it was still cold and, and nasty and it was a nice way to get away uh, before before i have to get on a plane for the first time here in less than a week yeah and that that plane is going to lead you to hopefully some warmer weather down in daytona unfortunately i do not get to go on that trip this year uh so no short track racing for me at new smyrna or at the big track as well as everyone i know is very excited to get racing back underway but uh as always we kind of kick off the show each year here previewing World Series. And if you're not familiar with it, nine nights of racing, Kyle, at New Smyrna, everything from modified, super late models, pro late models. They'll get the tour type mods in there. We throw an ARCA race. I mean, it's pretty much making up for this off season of racing that we had. You get your fix in nine days. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It begins this Thursday. I believe there's a practice day for for a lot of the divisions that are going to compete over the course of the week. And then Friday night, things kick off with the pro late models and the super late models. I believe the local trucks are there as well. Um, and then we get a couple of nights of that. And then Monday, things get really busy because you mentioned the ARCA East Series uh, kicks off their 2021 campaign again at New Smyrna for the fifth or sixth consecutive year. And a very stellar field of tour type modifieds on the entry list. Uh, rolling south probably as we speak, uh, getting set to to park those haulers because it's going to take a while. 44 tour-type modifieds right now on the preliminary entry list. I think everybody but Justin Bonsignor um, is is entered. Even Doug Kobe has entered, and we haven't really seen much of him at New Smyrna over the years. I think he ran maybe one night last year. So um, I can't wait to get down there. Hopefully I can go uh, at least one night and uh, and see what's going on over at New Smyrna because it's a great event, top to bottom. 
from the first night to the last. Yeah, Speed Week's a little condensed this week for, or this year for some of the NASCAR teams. So hopefully you are able to make it over there. But you mentioned uh, the entry list that we have, those tour type mods, lots of guys going down there. You mentioned that come from not only the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour, but also uh, short tracks all over the Northeast, but also super late models, pro late models. They've got some hard hitters as well. Bubba Pollard is going to be racing in both the super late model. You've got Sammy Smith. Jacob Gady, Cody Swanson. If you're a dirt guy, an open wheel dirt guy, you know the name Cody Swanson. He's been playing around here in the South a little bit with some pro late models, some late model stock. He's going to take a shot down at Speed Weeks uh, this year in the super late models. Overall, Kyle, I mean, I think we're seeing these big entry lists, A, because everyone's ready to go back racing, but they're still searching for that opportunity to get some early seat time because everyone's series last year uh, was a little bit shaken up. So they're hoping that things roll a little smoother this year. Yeah, well, depending on part of what part of the country you were in last year, like a lot of these Northeast Modify guys, they didn't get a whole lot of opportunity to race, especially in New York, which I don't think Race of Champions really did much of anything last year because New York uh, restrictions didn't allow it. We started late up here in New England, in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Seekonk Speedway. They never opened at all, uh, but a handful of their, their Friday night four-cylinder shows. So... A lot of drivers ready to get going. And, and as we have already seen, if you follow a lot of the dirt stuff in Florida, um, they've had some successful openers with uh, the All-Stars, I believe, were in Georgia, the, the Lucas Oil Late Models. They've been in Florida. Um, so, you know, Florida's, I don't want to say wide open. There are restrictions, but they are more open than a lot of states up here in the Northeast and, and down in the Carolinas even. So a lot of teams ready to go, and, and they're all heading south. Weather's warm. They're allowed to race, and uh, I can't wait for uh, a great speed weeks. Kelly Moore, I believe, um, super late model driver. He'll be there, a former winner in the Bush North Series years ago. You mentioned Cody Swanson in the pro late models, modifieds. Uh, Matt Hirschman, uh, the winner of the last two Richie Evans 100s. He'll be there. Andy Sice, can't wait. Um, and, and you can all watch it live, uh, streaming on uh, TrackPass. Yeah, you can uh, get all of that action on track pass. We're going to dial up Rusty Marcus, though, who is the track manager of New Smyrna. Talk to him here just shortly about uh, all the exciting things going on in New Smyrna, but also that ARCA race that we talked about just briefly. Um, a lot of new names here in the ARCA series. We're seeing drivers quickly move up. Uh, Derek Krause now full-time in the truck series. Haley Deegan has moved up. Tanner Gray. Uh, Ty Gibbs is going to go full-time in the actual ARCA Menard series. Uh, doesn't look like he is going to be racing here at uh, New Smyrna, but we're seeing a lot of new names now integrate their way into the ARCA East and West series. Some of those being, uh, you know, Taylor Gray is going to go full-time this year. Carson Quapple, if you know the yep. name from late model racing, done some dirt racing. Also, his dad, Travis Quapple, uh, may ring a bell there, is uh, racing in it. Daniel Dye, Joey East, who's actually filling one of the spots at David Gilliland Racing is going to be piloting those cars. So it'll be interesting to watch a lot of these new drivers, new names, uh, try and make a name for themselves the first race out, Kyle, because the last couple of years, we've had a lot of the same names find success yeah. in the ARCA series, and those names have now moved on to the next level. But the, a lot of the teams are, are still familiar to the series. David Gilliland Racing, you mentioned Taylor Gray, Carson Quapple driving for Bruce Cook. Uh, ben Kennedy Racing has been fielding cars for the better part of a decade now, uh, either in uh, the late models or in what was K&N, now Arc East, and, and, and Ben will have Daniel Dye driving for him. Uh, Coy Gibbs has Sammy Smith behind the wheel. Uh, Rev Racing has Raja Karuth, who has come up uh, through, I believe, Tuesday nights, uh, started years ago at Summer Shootout, 
like so many of these drivers in, in legend cars and bandoleros. So going to be a great race on Monday night to, to kind of kick off the, the ARCA East season um, as we get ready for, what, five days later? It's weird this year, but the ARCA National Series is going to open up at Daytona five days later next Saturday. And we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll dial up Rusty Marcus of New Smyrna Speedway to talk all about World Series this upcoming week. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. 52. Nine nights of racing on tap this up and coming week as World Series kicks off. And we've got track manager Rusty Marcus of New Smyrna Speedway on the phone here. First off, Rusty, thanks for taking some time out of uh, your busy week leading up to this to hang out here on NASCAR Coast to Coast with us. Hey, thank you guys for having us on. You don't know how much we appreciate it. We're excited to see everybody next week. Uh, everything's coming together here at the Speedway very nicely and and. We're just looking to roll the red carpet out for everybody to come have a great time. And it seems like the racing really never stops at New Smyrna. You guys have some events over what we would consider the off-season, but it really kicks off for the rest of the country here at New Smyrna. What's the excitement to be able to host drivers from all over the country for nine nights of racing action? I tell you, it's unbelievable because the the phone calls and whatnot that we've gotten uh, leading up to this World Series has been incredible. Um, a lot of people trying to get away from the from the north and the cold. Um, a lot of people wanting to put life kind of back a little bit after 2020 and do something that they're that they love to do. And fortunately, in Florida, we're allowed to do it. And the excitement level is through the roof. Everybody's excited about getting down here to sunny Florida, which is not real sunny right now. <laughs> it's sunny, but it's cold. Um, but they're, they're just looking forward to being able to come out and, and feel like themselves again. I want to know if you guys, and I've been to New Smyrna now the last 10 years or so for this event, you guys have had a chance to maybe extend your pit area because I'm not sure where you're going to put all these modifieds because, I what, there are 44 on the entry list, throw in 30 <laughs> super late models and 28 pro late models, and I think every division, for the most part, is over 20 cars, you know, the, the local IMCA modifieds, they have a strong count again, the trucks have a strong count. It's going to be a full infield and a full backstretch for you guys. You know, we're just, we're just going to have to slam everybody in. It's not going to be as comfortable as it might could be. And yes, I mean, we have looked at expanding our pit area um, because it is, it is turning into what it's supposed to be. The world series is supposed to be the kickoff. It's supposed to be the super bowl for racing. And, we're finally getting back up to that to that point again where it's starting to feel like it again. Um, and, and yes, we have looked at, at expansions and whatnot. Um, for those of you that hadn't been here for, in a while, uh, the infield is now paved. The upper deck is now paved. Uh, that makes your, your stay here much better because it cuts down on a lot of the dust and stuff. And um, we want to thank All Terrain Tractor Service for that. They came in and did that for us last year. And what a huge, huge improvement. And one of the things that we always talk to the drivers about uh, that we get on either during World Series or prior to 
is that uh, a lot of these guys are racing five, six, seven of the nights of the nine, whether they're in pros or supers or tour type modifieds. And the toll that it takes on not only the driver, but obviously the equipment as well. But you guys don't get a night off. You're working all nine of these nights. Uh, what is the toll that it takes on uh, both the track, the faculty to uh, to pull this off? I, I tell you what, we got the best group of people here at New Smyrna Speedway. And last year, if you were here, the way that this show went off was incredible. And the employees that we have are just outstanding. And, yeah, trust me, when I tell you, you get about three days into it, and you're like, going, holy smokes, is this thing ever going to end? <laughs> but then but then on the, on the opposite side of that is you get about four days into it, and you go, oh, no, this thing's coming to an end. And I always get a little emotional about the fourth day because you're used to walking out there and being able to see so-and-so here and so-and-so there. And then they start leaving, whether it's because of attrition or because their races are over. And you know you're never going to have the same group together again. And, you know, it, it, it's so much fun to be a part of it. And the, the staff, I mean, they, they take off from their real jobs and, and, you know, come here and spend. It's actually 10 days because we have the, the Thursday practice. And they take off from their from their real jobs, and they come here, and they make racing their life for ten days, and it's it's just amazing uh, the way that you see everybody working together and and trying to make everybody happy that's here, and that's a tough thing to do because you got so many different personalities. But our goal is is to make sure we can keep as many people as we can happy. Heard that same type of thing from folks that work the Chili Bowl this year. They're always sad when. You know, the rigs start to pull out at the end of the week because of attrition or if they didn't make the, the, the main events on, on Saturday um, and, and, you know, the building begins to slowly empty. Uh, let's talk about last year for a moment. Uh, you, you said a moment ago, you know, a lot of folks heading down south trying to put 2020 behind them. How are things different? From say April on at, at New Smyrna Speedway and, and as far as having to manage that property? Uh, through a lot of unknowns last spring and, and even into last summer down in Florida. Oh my goodness, I, it was like getting kicked in the gut. Uh, we, you know, we we had we started off the season with the uh, red eye in January, and we went into the World Series in February, and it was outstanding. And we were like, man, it's finally coming back. You know, the the racing is finally making that turn. And just before we opened up, they came through with all the shutdowns. And I tell you, it was it was like getting kicked in the gut. And we 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 got through that. And you know, then you just you just do the best that you can do. And we you know we got with our with our, our county leaders and our state leaders, and they told us they said, look, do the best that you can do. Make sure you know do everything you can to keep your customers safe. Um, people are going to be people, um, but you know, try and follow the CDC guidelines. And they, Florida wants to be open. Um, and what we ask people is, you know, it, it, here's, here's the difference that you're going to see at New Smyrna Speedway this year. Anytime you deal with a New Smyrna Speedway employee, uh, whether it's at the ticket booth or at the concession stand or wherever, they're going to have a mask on and we ask that you have a mask on uh, or a face covering. We have sanitation stations set up throughout the facility. Uh, we're doing things, you know, we're trying to wipe down rails, trying to do different things to try and keep everybody as safe as, as we possibly can. We have the hash marks out, you know, out, out the concession stand to keep people six feet away from each other. Sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't, because people are people, and they're going to do what they're going to oh, do. Yeah. Um, but we're doing everything we can to make sure that everybody has a great experience here and that everybody goes home safely and that 
you know, nobody could say, oh, well, this is where this came from. No, we want everybody to have a great time and come and enjoy. And, you know, fortunately, we're, we're in the great outdoors. Um, and, and we just want everybody to have a great time and be safe. And another question uh, following on that here, you guys have been familiar with, you know, the TrackPass platform or streaming at New Smyrna for quite some time. And I think uh, now more than ever, people are appreciative of that opportunity to be able to still watch racing, still be a part of it. If they're not able to attend the racetrack, what has that done for you guys at New Smyrna? And an example of this upcoming year, you know, to be able to have the friends and family of drivers that are maybe still stuck up in New England in the snowstorm, be able to watch all of the racing from New Smyrna. Oh, I, I, here, here's the thing. I think that is absolutely an incredible thing because uh, I used to do the Winter Nationals with the Legend Cars down at Orlando, and we started the, the live stream. And there's some people that just can't make it, whether it's because of health, because it's COVID, because of finances. They can't make it down here, but they still want to be part of the excitement. This gives them the opportunity to be part of the excitement, to see their kid or their grandkid or their neighbor or whatever run each night. And and it, it keeps it, – it, 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 it pumps up the drivers. It pumps up the fans. It pumps up everybody because they can call and go, hey, you got to see what's happening at New Smyrna. Just go and check it out. And they, and they do. And, you know, we try and make everything look really good down here so that people go, hey, next year, that's got to be on our bucket list to go to. Don't tell anyone, but I love the streaming because I stand in the Snoko Tower off of turn four during the duels <laughs> on Thursday night and during the truck race on Friday night. And I have my microphone button in one hand and my phone in the other, watching the modifieds and the super late models. So uh, love it. It is a busy schedule. It starts this Thursday. Where can folks go to learn more about everything that's happening over the next uh, nine days or so at, at the New Smyrna Speedway? You can go to New Smyrna Speedway, USA.com. You can check us out on Facebook at New Smyrna Speedway. Um, we're, we're all over the place with this social, social media stuff. Um, and, and check us out. The, the schedules are all there. Check it out. There's a list of drivers that are going to be coming. Uh, there's a list of, of, you know, different nice stories that are, that are happening here because there's a lot of people that haven't been here in a long, long time that are showing back up. And that's what one of the incredible things is people, it's like a lot of blasts from the past are coming up. Um, and, and, it, and it's exciting because it seems like racing is really trying to make a comeback even with everything that's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think those entry lists there are definitely a proven statistic of that. But Rusty, we appreciate you taking some time out of your day here. We're excited for World Series. I know race fans and drivers all across the country are as well. But we'll let you get back to work and uh, hopefully we'll see you in the next couple of weeks. Sounds great. And if you're just coming down here, we're right on the action corner of 44 and 415. Racing action starts at 730. Be there. You think he's done the it before, folks. right there. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have a great time. Thank you, you too. Again, that was Rusty Marcus, that track promoter at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, lots of racing coming up over the next week. We're going to take a quick break here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, but when we come back, we've got a new segment here to introduce to you guys. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. The NASCAR season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? 
clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to no-go racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top-tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Time now for another Wheel and Engineering Modified Tour Driver Spotlight. And today we are set to spotlight 20-year-old Acton, Massachusetts driver, Matt Swanson, the driver of Old Blue, the longest-running NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour team dating back to the 1950s. Matt, first off, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Kyle. Before we talk about your modified career, uh, which you know, you've come a long way and in a relatively short amount of time, let's go back to before you discovered the modified. And, and how did you get into motorsports uh, growing up? Um, it all started with my father. He used to run the Bush North Series um, back when that was really popular. He drove the number 25 New England Pontiac dealer's car for um, his own team. Um, and then from then he, from there, he owned cars for Gigi gravel, people like that with the pro all-star series. Um, and when I got a little older, he said, he asked me if I wanted to go racing. Um, so we started with quarter midgets and then, uh, moved on to micro sprints and quickly jumped right into the tour type modifieds. So you mentioned Bush North and, and some of the other full fender divisions up here in new England. So why the route to the open wheel modifieds? You know, modifieds just always had a special place in my heart. Um, I always used to go to Thompson on Thursday nights to watch their SK modified division. Um, You know, I always went to the NASCAR wheel modified tour races. um, And, you know, modifieds were always just that car I wanted to drive. Um, You know, I've gotten experience in full fendered cars, but there's nothing like driving a 600 horsepower modified so um you know just uh really thankful that i got an opportunity with old blue um to be able to drive these cars and you know just having fun doing it before old blue though you broke in with a family team you were i believe 15 years old when you started on the nascar wheel and modified tour what was that first year like being so young and trying to break into a very ultra competitive series with a family operation it was definitely, it wasn't easy to say the least. Um, you know, but luckily enough, I had great people backing me. Um, you know, my family believed in me, um, and, you know, gave me what I needed to be able to do, um, what we did with the family operation. Um, we had Ken Barry from Spafco race cars, crew chief in the car. He taught me a, a boatload, um, you know, in the, in the three years we had the family operation going, um, but, you know, it all, it all came back to my family believing in me and, you know, giving me all the pieces of the puzzle to be able to do what we did. Um, and, you know, that led us to where we are now with Old Blue. And, you know, we're going to keep uh, trying to get that first win. Uh, hopefully it comes this year. How did that 
partnership come together between yourself and the Bowler family, a family that, like we mentioned earlier, has been in modified racing since the late 1950s. So it all started, um, it was a Stafford Friday night. We were there for the stare at 150. Actually, the banner's right behind me. Uh, we were there for that race. I have my family number 89 there, and we unfortunately lost a motor the last lap of the last round of practice. Um, and, you know, we were kind of running around crazy trying to figure something out to see if maybe I could get in a car. Um, and Rowan Pennick, who had previously been the driver of Old Blue, um, his girlfriend was pregnant and the baby was on the way. They didn't know about when the baby was coming. So they were like, Matt, come in the infield with your gear on. And if we get the call, we're going to, you know, kind of cause our own yellow here and you're going to be getting in this car. Well, we kind of took it as just a joke or whatever and kind of went on with our night, you know, enjoyed it with our partners from Starrett. And um, then a couple days later, we went to Thompson Speedway for the uh, Budweiser King of Beers 150 uh, at Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. Um, and it was actually the night before I was just closing the door uh, to the trailer uh, after swapping a motor, re- re- pretty much rebuilding my own car um, between myself, my father, and, you know, some help from my brothers and stuff like that. And um, my dad actually called me and said, hey, uh, the BRE guys just called Rowan's babies on the way you're in the three car tomorrow. And I didn't know whether to be like mad. Cause I just put all this work into my own car to get it ready for this race or excited because Holy crap, I'm getting to drive old blue tomorrow. Um, so, you know, we just went into that race. Like I always do, you know, going there to chase a check the flag and win the race. And, um, unfortunately we came up one spot short to that year's champion, Justin Bonsignor. Um, but you know, it was definitely a, uh, definitely a ride. So, um, thankfully that evolved into what, what we we got going on today with, um, myself and the bowler family and, um, excited to continue that on. Give me one fun fact that you've learned about the bowler racing team. Uh, if there is one, I mean, it's such a legendary team. I was able to go to the garage, the original garage, just a couple of months ago at the start of the off season, and see where the history has been made, all the legendary drivers. What stands out for you uh, driving this race car? There's so many things, <laughs> but if I had to pinpoint one, it's just, you know, how much work those guys put into those race cars because they – like you saw Kyle that everything is done in that shop um you know the chassis are built in that shop upper control arms lower control arms the list goes on and on it's pretty much the only things we don't buy are the engine our build are the engines the seats and the shocks other than that barring a couple odds and ends it's all built in that building and it's not anything special by any means it's a two-car garage that they expanded um over the years um so if i had to pick one fun fact it 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 would definitely be that everything as much as we can is is built in that shop 
a six-time national championship team looking for number seven with you. Uh, when you're away from the racetrack, when you're away from the race car, we were talking before we started the interview here of all the fun things that you get to do when you're, when you're not playing with race cars. What's life like for you when you're, when you're not uh, dealing with Old Blue? Um, so pretty much my weeks kind of bounce between working at my family's car dealership in Acton, Massachusetts, uh, Swanson Buick GMC. Um, and then normally, typically in my afternoons, I go down, work on Old Blue um, with my crew chief, Greg, and John McKenna and Scott Richards. Um, during the winter, I have a very fun activity of snow plowing that I get to partake in. Um, you know, it keeps me out of trouble, I guess I could say. Um, you know, it takes up a lot of time, but, you know, it, it keeps me busy and, you know, keeps my uh, my work ethic up. So, um, I guess that's a good thing, but, you know, basically my two main things are working for my family and, uh, working on old blue. Always good to stay busy, Matt, as always, thanks for taking the time to join us here on this week's wheel and engineering modified tour driver spotlight. Thanks for having me on. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights. Whelan also produces white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on-site to meet the toughest industry certifications. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, trusted to perform since 19. 19- well if you haven't caught on to it already there's lots of racing that will be going on over the next nine days at new smyrna speedway including modified super late models pro late models tour type modifieds the arkham menard series east uh, kyle everyone can go watch it on track pass uh, if rusty didn't convince you to at least check it out one night whether that's in person or in uh via track pass I mean, I don't know what I don't know what else to do. I mean, he's he's pretty convincing there. It is a very minimal feat, just a couple of bucks for what ultimately you'll give you a month. But you know, I mean, the nine nights at New Smyrna are worth it, and there's some other short track events that will be sprinkled in there throughout the country as well uh, as tracks begin to open up uh, here in the next uh, month or so. So, I hope if weather cooperates, not here in the Northeast. Yeah, weather weather not been uh, the best here out in the Carolinas as well, so hopefully it stays uh, good through Daytona and they get a lot of racing in down there. But uh, we've started to see the schedules come out for both the ARCA East, uh, the ARCA West, the Menard Series as well for the National Modifieds. Uh, they're still a ways out, Kyle, but we're in for, I think, a pretty good season if all things go according. But at this point, uh, I'm, I, at this point, I think we're just attuned to just roll with things. <laughs> Yeah, we got very good at dealing with you know, those different situations last year and rolling with it with schedule changes. But I really like the 20 race Arkham and Art Series schedule opens up uh, in a couple of weeks in Daytona with the Lucas Oil 200 presented by General Tire. We go to Phoenix on March 12th. I like we're going to Iowa Speedway on July 24th. I know you jumped on Twitter. You were excited about uh, that. The Milwaukee Mile on the schedule on August 29th. Bristol on the 16th, the championship race at Kansas Speedway on October 23rd. You know, a lot of the traditional dirt tracks are in there once again, and a lot of the short tracks as well as Salem. So uh, really like what 
that series looks like. And the East and West schedules have come out as well. Um, East series includes a combo race at Milwaukee and Iowa, championships at Bristol, going back to Nashville Fairgrounds, Dover in May, on May 14th, uh, and of course, kickoff this week, February 8th at New Smyrna. So going to be great. Eight races for them, and then I believe eight races at uh, the West Series as well, going back to Sonoma, hopefully. Uh, Irwindale Speedway in California, Colorado National. Uh, going to be a great, uh, great summer for both the East and the West Series. And I like that we can default back to the East and the West Series because I feel like we just finally got an Arca Menard Series down. I was really good at being on broadcast and calling it the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series. And now we're back to NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. So um, to our friends at NASCAR Branding, please help us out. <laughs> we we finally, I think, have it all figured out. But no, Kyle, I think it's going to be um, a good year. I think there's a lot of drivers that, like you said, didn't get that racing fix last year. They weren't able to race where they wanted to as much as they wanted to. Tracks now have uh, more of a reason than ever to be getting fans and giving them that true racing experience. So I'm really looking forward to seeing What's all going to come together this year in the world of short track racing, the world of NASCAR's development series, the Euro series, our friends in the Peak Mexico series, the Canadian series as well. Um, we're going to have a lot to cover this year, and I think it's going to be an exciting one. And modified schedules out um, up here in the Northeast, 13 races on their plate for this year, opening up at Martinsville, April 8th, uh, an event that didn't happen last year that was supposed to happen last May, but because of uh, you know, COVID-19 and, and a lot of the shutdowns, that event didn't happen. So hopefully uh, we're going to get the Martinsville Speedway here in a couple of months on April 8th to open that season. The championship race for the first time going to be at Stafford, part of the fall final weekend on September 25th. Um, going back to Oswego on September 4th, Beechridge on August 21st, the newest edition of New York International Raceway, formerly the Lancaster National Speedway in Lancaster, New York on July 31st. So a, a good short, tra a good schedule there for the Modifieds as well that came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I think after they trial ran a lot of those tracks last year, they realized that they can really expand um, in a lot of different places. And that's what the drivers want. I mean, I think we see it very frequently. Series get very stuck in their schedules. It becomes a yep. comfort thing. And they were forced out of their comfort zone last year. And I think they've now uh, tapped into different markets. And I'm looking forward to seeing that expansion um, in both the series schedules and, of course, the fan base as well. Well, Kyle, there's going to be a lot yeah. going on the next couple of weeks, and I know you've got uh, some wet clothing in your suitcase from spending so much time at the indoor water park. You don't want to leave that there for too long, so we'll let you get uh, uh, unpacked and get going there so that you can uh, repack here for Daytona in just a couple of days. I'd, I'd say the fun's over, but really, for you know, I know you and I, short track fans and racing fans, the fans just start the the fun's just starting as uh, Daytona Speed Week and Florida Speed Week's just around the corner. Uh, a lot going on already in the dirt world and the asphalt world, picking up as well with the Rolex Twenty Four this past weekend and all the short trackers heading to New Smyrna this week. Yeah, so we want to wish the best of luck and safe travels to all the fans and drivers headed down to Florida for New Smyrna Speed Weeks as well as Daytona. We look forward to bringing you some coverage from it for next week. So for Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Ricky, our producers Craig Moore and Alexa Henry, we will see you guys next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast.